0: What is going on? This is Michael Hacker with the Hacker Outdoors podcast. Today, I'm joined by Joey McCormick, who is at Lock Raven Reservoir in Maryland. Uh, He's given us a kind of an overview while he's on site at Lock Raven, and then afterwards giving us a recap as to what happened. We had a little bit of technical difficulty, of course, when you're dealing with uh, your cell phone in the summer sun. It tends to overheat, so we lose him about halfway through and we touch base with him when he arrives home where he can give us that recap. We hope you enjoy this kind of mixed function podcast Without further ado, jump right in. What's up, Ladies buddies? and gentlemen, we have Joey McCormick reporting live from the field on this beautiful morning. We won't say what day it is because this is not going to be posted today. So, um, Joe, where are you, man? I'm out fishing at the local reservoir. First time this year.
1: On Lock Raven. I haven't had the chance to get out here all year. South and tournaments just haven't had the opportunity. So figured, uh, today was the best day of any been out here since 6am.
0: Now I know you said last, last year, right. Um, with everything going on with the pandemic, it was a little chaotic there. Um, did you notice this morning that getting a boat rental was hard? Oh, no, it was nothing like last year. Um, yeah. I talked to the guys. And, um, Cause I know them, and I asked them how it's
1: been this year and they said, Nothing like last year. Um, last year was unprecedented. Um, this place is literally—I don't know—a mile from my house, maybe at the rental center. And um, last year, they don't start renting boats to six. I was getting here at four forty-five when they opened the gates, and um, I was usually the first in line. But within minutes, you know, there was. Tons of other people. It was pretty much, you know, if you were here after, say, five thirty, you were pretty sol. There wasn't much you could do. Hey, I mean, I I, people were off, and honestly, it was a lot of people who uh, I think just wanted to rent the boats and get out on the water. To be honest with you, the Um,
0: the pleasure boaters. Yeah, it was Uh. a lot of that.
1: Um, there was also, I did see a lot of new people fishing too, but, uh, it, it, it was insane. Absolutely
0: insane. So what, what, like what are we today. looking at? What are we looking at today? It looks pretty, pretty clear behind you. Um, I got a nice view of your bottle there and you casting, you're using a, a bait caster. Is that?
1: Yeah. I'm throwing a little chatter bait. Um, nice. one of the stealth ones there's a lot of brim everywhere. Um, you can smell them actually in, in the air it smells fishy. That's the brim. <clears throat> so I'm just watching brim everywhere. And I wanted to work this chatter bait a little bit. I got swiped on it a couple times today. Um, I've been getting bit on finesse. I've caught five fish in the limited time I've been out here. Um, one was good. One was good. Um, the key right now is finding the grass in like 10 to 20 feet range and they're down in there. Every fish I caught has been, I would say 12 to 20. And you know, the water's real warm here, but they're coming up deep and, and they're real cool to the touch. Um, I did catch one thinking about, I don't know, eight feet. He um, was nice and warm, but, they're, they're biting. It's just a matter of, you no, know, I don't have electronics here. I, I do have a Navionics app. So I use that to, to find my depth contour and look for grass and there's range. And, uh, this place is still pretty heavily fished. So 95% of your fish are going to come on finesse presentations. Um,
0: no, and again, you're, I'll, you're I'll, doing I'll, the f- finesse down that deep 20 feet. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Um, that grass you'll find that grass and you know you'll just pop through with your finesse and and you'll get bit it's just kind of tricky finding that 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 grass and that level right now it looks like i'm sitting way off the shore let me turn this around for you Uh, so it looks like i'm sitting way off the shore can you see that yeah i'm making four feet five feet of water There's all types of. You can see this? Do you see down there that grass? Yeah, I see a little bit of it. Yeah, okay. I see on
0: the surface. There's a bit. I just got bit. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say you should you should not pay attention for a moment. Light a cigarette, or you know, take a sip of water, or hold your phone, and you'll definitely catch a um, fish. No, I right? just got bit.
1: Hundred percent. Wasn't paying. It was probably a little too small to get it in its mouth. Um, with this presentation, it's. Uh, say with pretty much certainty if it gets bit and, and the fish didn't get the hook it's under 10 inches um, but there's little ones the, the, they'll rip the they'll rip the rod out of your hand it, it's the most bizarre thing and, and the big ones it's just kind of like they're there but those little ones would just rip it out of your
0: hand and are these That's predominantly largemouth or smallmouth in the reservoir predominantly
1: large there, there is some okay. smallmouth in here um, I've only ever caught one in my life in here, um, years ago. Um, they're further, they're further down, there's a little bit more rock. Um, unfortunately I have to rent the boat because in these reservoirs, you can only have, um, battery powered boats. And if you own one, it can only go in one of these three reservoirs. So that's something I never, I never did. So. The battery, um, even though I get extra batteries, I, you don't want to get down there and uh, have to paddle 8 million miles back.
0: Now, what you're witnessing younger. here, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, Joey's tangled up a little bit and he's showing off his, his moneymaker. So take note. Um, we won't tell I, you I, what I've it ripped,
1: is. <laughs> I've ripped it out of the grass and this is what happens. Ripped a little too hard. I'm trying to be spiffy. And, uh,
0: what size weight are you using? I think a step up above three
1: eighths. Um, it's a little heavier just to get it down there a little quicker. Sometimes they just want it down in front of their face quicker. Sometimes you can go small and just let it, let it kind of get its way down there. But you know, lately it seemed to me that they just want it down there. As soon as it's down there, boom. Um, I don't know. What was it on Kiwi? I was using a lighter weight and and not getting bit. And I literally jumped up one weight size and that made the difference. Just that, that little weight size made the difference. Um, it's weird. I I guess he just wanted it. I I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't getting down fast enough. Sometimes that will happen. Mm -hmm. Um, but when, when I stepped up on the weight size, you know, I just started catching them left and right. I think I caught 30 fish
0: that day. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's awesome. It, um, I've noticed too fishing, you know, in the local river here and even the, the pond that or lake that I belong to is the weight. I, I guess it's the presentation, right? And the way that it's making the, the worm sit in the water column. Um, with, with, with this one, it's really all it's doing is getting it
1: down there. At the speed, it gets it down there. Um the leader, the, the link between your weight and the hook can come into play a lot. Um that can come into play. Some days I'll have it like 14 inches from the weight to the hook and they'll be smacking. Up. And then the next day they might want the hook only eight inches from the weight. Um and what that's doing is just it's keeping it up the highest, keeping it up off the ground. Because what happens with the drop shot is the weight sits on the bottom, which keeps your bait suspended. It it, it it makes it look like a bait fish swimming anywhere from, you know, six to 20 inches off the bottom. It's just a real natural finesse presentation. And in my experience, if you get around the fish, it's, it's, um, ir- irresistible to them.
0: Um, so, what we're waiting for here is, is you know, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who are watching us, number one, Joe's drinking his magic drink and uh body armor every time. <laughs> I'm trying oh. to
1: stay here. I had a good bite, but You're... like I said, those little ones, they, they take it out of your hand. And, yeah, it's uh, funny. it's weird how that works. Now, spots on the other hand, spots always take it out of your hand and and they'll peck at it. They'll just keep dup 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 click and that will drive you crazy. Big or small. Fishing for spots is something I suggest everybody do once in their life. Um, they say there's Hartwell spot or a whole nother, nother beast. I mean, those things are mean. I mean, they're mean. Um, no joke, when I was pulling my... Because I had a good limit for that tournament on Hartwell. When I was pulling them out of the live well and putting them, put them in our away bags, they, they were literally, literally biting me, trying to bite me. like. Those fish are mean. <laughs> no, no joke. You know, a twelve-pound uh, spot will fight you for three, four minutes. I mean, they're 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 nuts. Absolutely nuts. Uh, I've, you know, the, the guy I fish with, the. Some of the guys are down in South Carolina. Uh, South Carolina, say Hartwell spot, are just a whole nother breed. Um, but th- those things, man, like you'll throw top water. And like they'll throw a spook on the top water, and, and they'll they'll follow it back, smacking out smacking it out of the water like they're a shark. It's like boom, boom, boom. I mean, they'll follow it all the way back to the boat, just smacking it out of the water. It, it can really test your patience. It's it's crazy how those those fish are. Um, my boater, I mean, he was throwing sp- a topwater spook, and, and they were just following it back to the boat, just smacking it like I can't even explain to you. So then he went to a
0: and we're, we're, lo- we're losing Joe's, ladies and gentlemen. He is live from the field, so this is not completely unusual. Um, we'll give him a moment to reconnect, and we'll edit this portion out. This is not live, of course, So um, when this goes on the internet. So let's see if he rejoins us here. It looks like he's still connected, um, but his camera is off, and there is no audio. So we'll give him one second. Sorry about that. <laughs> there he is. Yet. Is it really? Isn't it amazing <laughs> to me? Well, I should say it's amazing to me that um, my phone overheats as much as it does, right? Like constantly when I'm on the water. That, that happened quick. I was surprised. Um, so how many did you catch while we, uh, while we were waiting for you?
1: Come on. I messed around with some perch. All right. there, there, there's things drive me nuts sometimes. Good eating, though. Uh, I guess. But see, there's another one to think. See, that might have been a pike. I was worried I was going to catch a pike and you weren't going to be there to see my arch enemy. (laughs) This this place can be pikey. I love it. There's nothing wrong with that. There's some big ones in
0: here. Kick roller, whatever you want to call it. I hate those things. (laughs) I hate it. Yeah, they're probably pickerel, not northern pike. Um, but yeah, there's a... Uh... to me they're the same damn thing, and these these just get gigantic. Um,
1: and, and they'll kind of bite like bait fish. They'll they'll do like they'll peck it once, and then a couple seconds later, oomph, there they are. And you got a toothy critter, which I hate. I hate those things. Oh, and they're stinky, man. Oh yeah. They stink. Yeah. I'm rolling and catfish. I mean, catfish are my least favorite.
0: Oh man. Yeah. No, I think the, I don't know. I haven't caught enough catfish to, to <laughs> really say for sure. But the pickerel man, I, I got one in the canoe by accident. Like I was trying to unhook him on the side and he started thrashing up and down and landed in the boat, slimed up the interior of my canoe. We'll say, okay. The interior <laughs> of my canoe. Uh, it was disgusting. I had to bring it home and wash it out with soap. The worst is with with, with the catfish. You'll be throwing chatter
1: bait, you know, and they'll bite it just like a bass. Um, here, you think you have like a six pound bass, and you get it to the boat, and, and you got a thirty pound cat. It happened to me last time I was up on the upper bay. Um, they usually won't hit like bass with the chatter bait and like run at you. So, like, you'll initially feel them bite it, and then it's like they're gone. So, you got to reel, like, super fast to catch up with them. And uh, that's what happened. I threw it out there, and it was doom. And I just started cranking as fast as I can. And it was still on there. And I was like, oh, this is definitely a bass. It's like a five pounder. It was a damn catfish. It took the bait and ran at me. (laughs) But there's things driving nuts. There's a whole bunch of brim right in front of me. I just can't get in there. Pick a baby off. The grass in here gets really, really thick. So you've got to find a good hydrilla. But I mean, uh, there's this one area, there's this one point where there's all this grass and I'm just watching all this brim, the bass, eating, come up and eat. And, but it, the grass is so thick in there, it's really kind of tough to fish it. I'm good at fishing that grass, but if you, if you could see this stuff, it'll blow your mind. If you ever come down here, you'll have to fish this place, and like, man, because you, you you know they're in here. You gotta find you gotta find the right grass. There's areas here where it's just so thick you can't even really take it apart. Oh, spots I can fish for you guys. Now we got a breeze going. The bite should turn on So It's weird because it's, it's hotter here than it was. See, there's the end of the grass line. It's hotter here than it was down south by a whole lot, man. A whole lot.
0: I it's going to gonna be a hot one this week, man. It's been really hot.
1: I yeah, talked to Brendan. He said it's only like 84 down there.
0: Oh, I think it's going to be like 91 up here today.
1: Oh, it's, it's Before this breeze kicked in, man, it was pretty it was pretty stifling. What time is it? You know, it's not even that late.
0: Yeah. But, what, so, d- while, while you're fishing, t- take me through what your setup is right now for your finesse fishing. What do you have um, as far as your rod, reel? What is the length? I'm throwing my drop shot. I throw that on a
1: Mojo Bass St. Croix that is medium, medium light bass. So it's like a noodle. I think it's only how big is this? 610. So it's it's not very big, but I, I like it real, real sensitive so you can feel you know, every bite. And, and I fish that with a um, braid, the floor a leader, so it's even more sensitive. It's, it's near impossible to uh, use the bites, which, which I absolutely love. And then um, another thing I'm throwing here, let me get this out, hold on. Another thing I'm throwing on my cashing rod is... Um, I'm throwing a missile base quiver worm on uh, a Ned head, but I'm rigging it needless, almost like a shaky head. And that's in a baby bass color, so it's a green-white. It's got like a little black tail. Um, those missile-based quiver worms are amazing. Absolutely amazing i'm gonna take a ride somewhere to try to get out of this wind. when just picked up like a damn tornado cane. and then i am throwing two chatter baits uh the one chatter bait is on my pal chatter bait ride and the other one i got on a lose rod it's medium heavy it's just real soft tip and um that's that um the one on the lose rod is the stealth chatter bait by Z-Man. So it's got like a clear blade and it's smaller. It doesn't thump as hard. Still, it's kind of hard to fish. And then I had a swim jig on a 7'4 medium, medium heavy rod. Um, to try to fish over the grass. And then I got a fluke on another spinning rod. But here, I mean... I'll catch them on chatter baits, but the majority of your bites are going to be finesse here because it's just, it's hammer. This place gets really, really hammered. Um, you know, it looks perfect for top water because of the grass. And I, I can't tell you how many days I've thrown top water out here and just nothing. <laughs> yeah. Can't even get them to look at it. Um, for me, the summertime is th- the key, is, like I said, just. I mean, there, there's deeper grass spots where it's a little bit sparser and the fish are going down to stay cool. Um, the only problem is the wind here. like It seems like we come out here, the always whips down. The nuts. Um, that's the one downfall, especially with these electric motors. Um, to stay in position
0: i don't know about that man that canoes like Like a like a wind sail sometimes this is not much different
1: i I got a full full horsepower full speed i'm pointing it straight and i'm going like this like like i see the grass line i want to fish
0: but i just can't can't you can't get there like i get in position it's like woo. Do you do you have an anchor? Do they rent them with anchors?
1: Yeah, uh, and that that's that's an idea. I might do that here if I can come on the phone with you because I I know there's fish right there. So let me, especially with this wind wind of uh, going. So I have like three or four spots I can go to here and catch good fish. I haven't got the fishes one yet. So I was fishing my first spot. Of course, I got here and the winds were. So, starting to see the grass. And it's so weird. Like, off this point, I'm literally over 100 yards off this point. And there's still another big grass plump there. And it's probably 200 yards off. It's easy 600 feet. I'm still on this huge grass. Field. You know, this place used to be a town way back when. Way, way back when. It was the town of Warren. And they flooded it for – so, here's the grass line in they flooded it way back when for, um, the city of Baltimore and see here's some good grass because there's about 10 feet. You can see the good hydrilla coming up yeah, and I, I love... wish I had a 100 camera and I could dive in there. Everybody.
0: I'm, I'm loving, loving the close-up of your face, man. You're, you're a gorgeous man.
1: Well, I'm trying not to. Last time I was here, I put a rod in the water.
0: Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. You, you lost a rod, right?
1: Yeah, the rod was, wasn't too too expensive. The expensive part that I lost was the reel. Uh-huh. The reel was a two hundred eighty nine dollar reel. <laughs> that hurt. I came back for like four days, like searching for it, searching the shore. It, it fell like in twenty feet of water. <sighs> so, uh, and I, you don't realize how fast rods sink. They, I mean, they just go. <laughs> that that was my first. First experience with it. Like, literally, like, I, I got, like, as soon as it fell, I was down there reaching for it, reaching for it, and gone. All that fish. It was kind of nuts. So, but, yeah, that's it. I'll, I'll get some more fish. Usually around 10, 30, 11, I catch my better ones. Okay. Now, I guess I caught, like, a, I don't know, about three-pounder earlier this morning. Real pretty. You had
0: these black spots on it. Yeah, I was going to say, the one you sent me, the picture was gorgeous. I was shocked to get a, a message from you at like, I don't know, it was like 6 a.m. You're like, <laughs> whatever it is you said. I was like, damn, Joe's awake already? He must be fishing. Ooh. That one was pretty. Can't hear you, brother.
1: That one was real pretty. Yeah. yeah. Weird spots. It's kind of tough to picture by yourself. It, it yeah. was
0: yeah but joe we uh we're having a hard time hearing you it's i don't know
1: yeah
0: yeah yep we'll, we'll we'll follow back up with joe later ladies and gentlemen and uh joe tight lines my friend and uh enjoy your day later brother later brother
1: Yeah, I can't believe you haven't um mentioned anything in the past like eight podcast episodes like, "Hey, what happened to your light?" <laughs> yep. I, yeah, that's why. Look, look at that picture.
0: I don't look very tan though, but I am very tan. Yeah. Well, Joe, welcome welcome back. Uh, we lost you when and you had a bit of a phone overheating issue down there on the water in the yes. south. Um, you did say you talked to Brennan. Brennan said it was uh, cooler Gorgeous. down. In, oh, my God. What was the temperature? 84. And that so 80, was at 1230. 84 in South Carolina. And in Maryland, what is the temperature? Oh, Joe's frozen. I don't know what is going on. His his mouth is open here. I'm going to change the view to gallery so um, everyone can see. Oh, well, I get. Your mouth is moving, but I don't hear anything. Oh, there, gosh. Hold on. There a... we go. Yeah, it was like... Uh, it was. There, I, there's storms coming, dude. Yeah. So when I got off the
1: water, which was probably around 11, it was 95 degrees with about 98% humidity. It was hot. Um, Michael likes a kid that I'm in the South, but if you tell anybody from the South that I'm from the South... That I live in Maryland. They'll laugh at you. And then if you tell them, well, I live South of the Mason Dixon line, they'll laugh at you again. So, but in John's Island where he's at, which, you know, is, I don't know. I think Brennan said about an hour and 15 minute drive from Savannah. It was 84 and gorgeous. He said,
0: Oh my gosh, it is hot as heck up here today, man. Um, so you, you, you got back out on the reservoir for the first time this season, right? Um, yep. how many fish did you end up with?
1: Total five, but all honesty, I, I only <laughs> probably honestly only fished from, let's say seven o'clock to nine. You know, I was pretty much done fishing when we had our first discussion. <laughs> <laughs> the wind was blowing <laughs> at that point, And, um, at this reservoir, like I said before, it's, it's electric motors only. And the rental boats they have, if you have winds over pretty much two knots, yeah, it's pretty much done So, usually the winds don't kick in there until around noon. Today was way earlier than expected. What, it was expected. I just didn't pay attention to the weather. Apparently, we're getting a lot of storms starting now.
0: Uh, yeah yeah i don't pay attention to the weather I, if if i didn't have donna to to notify me of these things i yeah i would yeah we'll, we'll leave it at that
1: that was um, my yeah my i, I should have looked because this one thing i always look before i go out there's the wind but out of 99 out of 100 days the wind really doesn't start blowing till after 12 o'clock so you, you can usually guarantee a good five to six hours of fishing before the wind starts just wasn't the case today.
0: So did you feel, did you feel comfortable out there? I know like, it's always interesting for me, at least to get back on the water uh, to a location I haven't been to in a while. Right. Um, You know, with all the plethora of lakes up here in Northern New Jersey, um, I typically try and hit the same few lakes constantly but um i have not been to my magical lake i'll call it uh, the one that we went to in quite a while and i am kind of itching to get there and fish but i it's it changes so rapidly right the the weather the conditions that yeah. i'm sure my first day out there i mean it, mark anthony was talking about this when he was on the podcast right about how you know it, it comes down to time on the water and it's the same water and you will like if you're not on that body of water consistently, you kind of miss these little cues that happen. Um, so did you feel comfortable? Did you feel like you accomplished what you wanted to to practice for this weekend?
1: yeah I, I wish I had more time before the wind really kicked up I, you know it, it's hard to explain until you go out there on one of these reservoir boats and, and see the amount of power these things don't have um, it, it's it's it, it, that part of it stinks. Um, I I know that reservoir, like the back of my hand, and uh, I have my spots that I can go and and, and catch fish and mess around and do other things. Um, So I I, I can pretty much always guarantee when I go out there, I will catch fish. Um, Might not always be the big ones, but no, I I caught some decent size today. Um, I I wanted to work with something, uh, throwing that, that quiver worm some more, but with the wind, so, so this reservoir, it, 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 it heats up really quickly. It, it, overall, it's, it's a pretty shallow body of water. So I would say the temperature from, let's say, zero to, I don't know, say eight feet was probably in the mid-80s. Um, summertime, I never fish shallow there. I, I'm always fishing between 10 and 20 feet, trying to find that, that thermal climb and that, 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 that cooler water. I'm um, trying to find the grass, and that that there's deeper areas, and, and and fishing through there, and that always pays big dividends. But again, the problem is there's a lot of grass on that lake. So when that wind starts blowing, it, it, it's pretty open too. So when the wind blows, it, it it always comes down this one order, and just there's not much you do. I mean, I guess if you forked the money out and got a, a boat that you can only use in three Maryland reservoirs and it was only electric and you put an all tracks on it, you, you would be fine, but I don't want to do that. I'm not going to spend that type of money for a boat that I can only put in these three reservoirs. Um, you know, but, but like I yeah. said, usually I'm not complaining. Usually most days, if I'm out there when they open at 6am on the water, first thing I can guarantee fishing to noon before that wind really starts to give me a hassle. Um, it's it's, it's
0: true. And I feel like that's the case with most of the lakes that I fish as well, right? It's around lunchtime, or I should say your lunchtime, I eat early, um, that wind picks up and really starts to throw you around. And you you were talking about it when we were there that, or not when we were there, when you were there earlier that, um, you know, it, it really just inhibits everything that you do. And, um, the canoe you said may have been better, but I don't know the canoe. In my was- humble opinion, they, they would have been about the same. There wouldn't have been much different
1: difference, um, going back in. So, you know, it's basically like a little Min- Minnesota motor on the back and it goes zero to five. I had a fresh battery on there, cranked to five, and I was barely getting back in the wind. I mean, it was, the boat was fighting to, get, to go against the wind, you know, it, like I said, I I, I've just never been able to stomach buying a strictly reservoir boat for those three reservoirs. And they're very strict about checking that too. Some guys say, Oh, just get one, put the plates on, take them off. But they catch guys doing that all the time. And my luck, I would be the guy they would catch. And
0: Uh, you just need to get yourself a pedal kayak. I think that's the,
1: well at the, the lakes ponds that I helped Britain with, they have these boats down there and, and, they're incredible. Um, they're smaller. They're like almost like made out of canoe material, and you have you sit in them, and they got really strong thrust motors back there, and two foot pedals in the front like trolling motors. So
0: it was like those pelican boats I keep seeing advertised on like uh, what's Bass Pro Shops has. Let me pelican. Google and see if that's what they are. Uh, these things are amazing. Um, yeah, I, and some guy was just selling one on Facebook Marketplace. And I'm looking at. It, I'm like, I've never heard of anyone using one of these. I, I don't, I don't know. I they they would have been fine out there today,
1: absolutely fine. Um, no, the Pelican makes a canoe. I to can ask Brendan what the brand is. Send me pictures. Um, yeah, it's kind of like this Bass Hunter here. Um, let me see if I can share the screen. Here.
0: Hold on, hold on one second. I got you. There you go. So it's it's it it looks a lot.
1: Trying to find the perfect picture. Hold on. Because the, they don't have the foot pedals in these ones. So it, it's it's kind of a okay. Let me share this. Make it big. So do you see this thing here?
0: Yeah, that's that so the pelican has those. Um, so it, it looks more like it looks
1: like it's more like this, but it has these two, feb- it's nicer than this.
0: It's yeah, I, That's a the the Pelican. That's a Pelican.
1: It's nicer. Than this has got one seat and like where you sit in the seat and it's got rack holders on the sides. There's these two pedals there. And I, I guess the motors are underneath. Like you don't see any of the motors. You just have these pedals and, and you drive it like a trolling motor and, and, and they go, um, it, it's, it's crazy. Let me see if I can Google Pelican boats with,
0: yeah, I'm, I'm on their website. Now there's, uh, um, yeah, they have a small one for 739. It's like a John boat size. Almost.
1: Dude, Brendan, got a deal through, um, let me stop sharing screen. Um, has some, they have some deals through companies, um, so I, I don't know what they pay for them. But I'm gonna—I'll have him send some pictures up, or next time I'm down, I'll take some pictures. They're absolutely amazing, and I, I should have took pictures and showed the reservoir. You know, the reservoir is owned by the city. I, I doubt they'll ever change. I'm sure the guys will like it a lot. But is this? This might be. So these are cheapy. Mission. This what is what might be underneath. Obviously, not this brand. This is a cheapy brand. I that's Brendan, but I'm guessing it's they have something underneath it. Like, oh, cool, yeah, yeah. Because you it, don't see that. Granted, these are cheapy little little ones. Um, they're they're amazing. It absolutely blows my mind. So you don't see like any trolling motor or anything like that. You yeah. just had these two pedals in the front, like throttle pedals, and you get on there. And if you push them both forward, like gas, you go super fast. If you push the right one, you know, you turn right, you push left, when you turn left, you go in reverse. And, and last time we were out there, I mean, God, we were out there at least six hours and running those hard, I mean, flying around, no, no, no problem. And that maybe you have to let me put that in there, that's something I would consider, but i th- i th- I think they're probably expensive, the ones they have because I'm sure they have expensive motors underneath there because they move, and that did last day I was out there with Brennan, the wind was really blowing, and no issue whatsoever. It was no, just like having a trolley motor, and you could go really fast if you wanted, so
0: no, I love it, that's awesome um so. You know, I think let's, let's wrap up where we are going to be recording our weekly episode, hopefully at some point, maybe, oh, maybe, man. maybe later, maybe tomorrow.
1: Oh, do you um, want to ask me how I was catching them or do you want to ask that tomorrow?
0: Let's, let's ask that on the, um, well, you said five and we, we talked a little bit about the finesse fishing you did today earlier. And we see now mm-hmm. Mr. Young Ranger walking behind you. Um, so, yeah let's let's touch base on that a little bit later we'll talk a little bit about other stuff so yeah, um brother always a pleasure you know that um this was a second i believe edition of uh notes from the field which is good i know we promise we'll do them all the time but getting two people lined up at the same time in the middle of the day or in the morning whenever it is we're doing things is always incredibly difficult i tend to fish at sunup. up joe tends to not be awake at sunup unless he's fishing at sunup unless
1: i'm fishing
0: and and then i'm not up at sunup but i got up at 6 30 today i will say that and we were recording the first portion of this at what like 7 a.m so yeah you know this is uh lunchtime um and you know we we coordinate i'm hungry yeah buddy me too i didn't eat yet but uh oh
1: man usually at 10 a.m
0: yeah well yeah Yeah, we got to figure
1: out i'll I'll talk to brian about this the thing is i don't think this will meet the size requirement for um, Lock Raven. Apparently, you can get pedal drives on these.
0: <clears throat> no, that's awesome. Yeah, hey, talk talk to Brent find out which one it is because I think for like a small little lake. Yeah, that's awesome. I don't think that's... that we even have requirements mostly. Like, and I did find <laughs> out, and maybe I'll leave this in there. I found out that Split Rock Reservoir has boat rentals. Oh yeah. So that's here in Jersey, um, and apparently you can rent boats. I don't know kind of what what it includes or what what goes with it, but it's probably something like Lock Raven has. Probably better.
1: What were the name of those boats again? Pelican.
0: Pelican. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, Lock Raven. I was just talking to the guys that fish with their buddies. Um. drive systems. Um. There, there's limits on the size of the kayak you can put in there and stuff. It's got to be where I think like over 12 feet. Really? Yeah.
0: Cause yeah. most kayaks are like 10 feet. That's what you take into the ocean too. It's
1: we were just talking about them. They're like how, how, how goofy it is. Um, and so th- this, you wouldn't be able to, to do this.
0: Well, they That's, have that sucks because this would be so what he has would be so. The Pelican website has. Hold on, let me go back.
1: I'm trying to find the the pedal drive. When you search <clears throat> pedal drive, it only shows like the
0: the Hobie. Power drive. Here's the power drive. Yeah. So so this one says it's ten feet. This one's twelve feet. Twelve feet might work. I gotta ask how much he paid. For, the church paid for those. And the 12 is small, is um, the least expensive, but it also doesn't... It's more, like I said, like a John boat setup.
1: Yeah, this, these, these, That's what these are like, but this drive system you have in there is amazing. It's not it. Here you go, upgrades. Let's see what they have on upgrades here. It literally looks like two pedals. You don't see any motor. Where did I drop my phone at? Maybe I have a picture of my phone. Brent has one on Instagram. <laughs> it might not be
0: Pelicans. Pelican boat replace. I drive. I'm looking at Pelican boat competitors. Now, who did the?
1: I've been thinking about that. If I could get that man,
0: oh, you could go out like every day.
1: Oh, it, it, it would be perfect. I could smash him there. That, that's that's half the problem because even the guys with there was guys out there with you know their awesome reservoir boats they were having a hell of a time if you don't have an all tracks you know or a stronger trolling motor electric I guess we should put battery drive system maybe power drive power drive maybe that's a better word. I have to ask him.
0: Oh, is this is a picture of it. Sun Dolphin One Twenty.
1: His church is 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 um an awesome church, and they're taking this extremely. They they realize what uh they have and, and what it could turn into. Pretty sure it's one of these, maybe it's Bass Raider. I don't know. It looks like the, one of the Pelicans, but
0: I just, the the drive thing is so awesome. I'll yeah, ask him. Yeah. Look, look up Sun Dolphin too. That's another brand. I, I'm, I'm trying to find their stuff, but this is literally like live as I'm on here. It, it's almost. just it's just weird that his would have that
1: human power moments. Let's see. <clears throat> Shop all on
0: you want to look at? Carpeted casting decks, transport, aerated live well. Gee, what? Yeah. Sundolphin 120 trolling motor. The first item you need in any small boat is a blah, blah, blah. It has the mounting. Go with a 50-pound thrust mini-coda C2 Endora. Um, looks like ba-da-ba-ba-ba. they're done.
1: What do you mean? Sundolphin? Doesn't exist? I got aspirin. I'm going to call him right now. I'm on the phone with you. All right, cool. This is driving me nuts. This is going to, this is driving me absolutely nuts. I'm going to forward you this picture. You can see the pedal drive in it kind of, if you zoom in. Hey, Hey, I'm on the, I'm on the podcast. What is the name of those boats you have at the, the pond there with the pedal drives? That's a good one. I don't know. Did you buy it? Did they come with the pedal drives? Hey, don't be showing no one my secret weapon. that I just sent you a picture of. No one else? That was exclusive. Oh, I'm not showing that to anybody. <sighs> like my cousin. That's a, that's a damn good idea, huh? That is damn a damn good idea. Down, <laughs> <laughs> All right, before you leave, look at the name because I'm trying to find one of those and see if I can buy one. I, with... I already left. I already left. I'll be there tomorrow. All right, late. I just sent you a picture. Look at your phone. All right, hold on. Okay. Now, you can't tell him our secret Yokashira ahead. head. Well, I'm, so, I'm not sharing it. I know. All. I know. But the,
0: yeah, I see your pedal drive in the first See, picture. those two
1: pedals? And see, he's yeah. got the... Do you see the two pedals? And then you see the, the fish finder on there and everything? See, this looks like it's...
0: This looks like what it is I'm talking about. Although... I don't know. Hold on one second. Let me see if I have any in my picture. It looks it looks like the Pro 102 Sundolphin. Yeah, you
1: think they would be showing that stupid.
0: I don't have yeah, that. look at this. John boats, man. This is crazy. I didn't know Sundolphin did this. It was under Sun Dolphin. Okay, so Sun Dolphin. Okay, back to Sundolphin. Yeah, well, what did you say? When did you say it looks like? <clears throat> Sundolphin what? Uh Sundolphin Pro 120 but see he's got the trolling motor on the back yeah you don't see any motor like but but see this isn't that's not included with this so i'm wondering if that's like an aftermarket part um oh man this is going to drive me nuts we will figure it out we'll figure it out but let's uh we'll stop recording here and uh joe talk to you later brother and uh let's stay on we'll continue